Will, Will and Christian, Christian in the morning. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another live episode of Will and Christian in the morning. We're in the studio. We're back on campus, and we're loving it. Um, <laughs> as always, I'm Will, and I'm Christian. And today we have uh, a very special guest. You've seen her before in our Why You Should Watch Avatar: The Last Airbender episode. Uh, welcome, Abby Varker. Hello. So glad to be back. Glad to have you. Um, so, Christian, how's your week been? Uh, it's been good. Um, you know, I've been back on campus for the week, just sort of settling in, you know, re-quarantining and all that. But, uh, you know, classes start soon, and it's nice to be back in the studio live, you know, uh, Recording at home is fun and all, but it's nice to be in the studio, yeah, in person. Really close because we have really. to we have to share a mic today because Christian's <laughs> isn't working, so we're like really, <laughs> yeah. really close. Responding like this, one mic. Uh, how about you, Will? How you doing? Not too bad. Um, it's been good being back, like home or not home, back on campus, I guess. But it was nice being at home, and now it's nice to be back with all my roommates and everything. Um, but I would like to take a moment. Uh, unfortunately, earlier this week, um, my grandpa passed away, and he was a big like listener of the podcast with my grandma. They were they listened every week, every episode, um, an avid listener. So I guess I just wanted to take a second to like dedicate this episode to him. Yeah. Uh, he will always be a friend of the pod. Um, always a friend of the pod. Yes. Um, oh, so thank you. Yeah, but, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, but Abby. How has your break slash week been? <laughs> My break has been very interesting. Um, I got home, uh, I think, the Friday at the end of finals. And then, you know, we've been going on this weird kind of house hunt for a couple years. Like, vaguely, every once in a while, going to open houses because we like doing that. My mom and I, we just like looking at houses, and it's entertaining to us. Um, but recently, we've taken it a little bit more seriously because my grandma's getting older, um, and we're trying to find kind of a solution where like all of us can live together my parents my grandma and i um so that you know she's closer and we can take care of her if anything happens but also in a situation that my grandma can live kind of independently of us like have an in-law suite or a like a basement to herself um but we thought that that would be you know a couple years away uh so the day after i come home from finals my parents say we're going on a house tour we go on a house tour we're looking around and walking around i'm like this is a really nice house so we're outside the house, we're talking like, Ab, what'd you think of it? I tell them what I think of it. And they said, good, because we bought it. <laughs> <laughs> um, just out of nowhere. So my entire break from the beginning has been, you know, prepping my house um, where I currently live to sell it. Uh, you know, prepping, you know, going through all the paperwork and all the processes to move into this new house. The move is in February, March. Um, just this past week, we signed the contracts for someone to buy our current house. It's all happening so fast, but you know, my entire six-week break was kind of consumed by that. <laughs> wow, that's uh, interesting. Definitely a lot to take, like take in all at once. <laughs> um, are you excited to? Oh, so excited! It's such a nice house. My parents are gonna love it. Um, my grandma has the entire basement to herself. Uh, my dad gets a room to himself just so that he could take naps in. Uh, my mom has her office like tucked away in the corner so she won't be bothered. Beautiful garden. Uh, and it's just, it's it's a really great thing and I'm really excited. Nice. I, I think it's most people's life goal to have a nap room in their <laughs> home when they're older. <laughs> um, no, but that's great. Um, yeah, lucky you. So before we get into our main topic, we've got some pre-show news. So first off, uh, WandaVision finally came out. Yes. Uh, uh, now the first three episodes of release, they opened with two, and now yesterday there was one. Um, Christian, any thoughts? Um, so I'd like to take a quote from a good friend, James from the Berg, uh, shout out, who uh, we were talking about WandaVision the other day, and he likes to describe it as 90% what is going on and 10% what is going on. <laughs> Very so true. it's, uh, you know, most of it is like, this is kind of weird what's going on. And then there's, like, you know, the little stuff at the end that's, like, whoa, big reveals, like, sort of peeling back the layers as to what's really going on. But um, I really like it so far, and I like the whole sitcom uh, thing that they're doing with, like, mm -hmm. the different eras each episode. But, uh, oh, it's really cool. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I've, I've liked it a lot. I thought I would be mad that the episodes aren't that long because... 
there I don't know like the last one was like 20 minutes or 24 minutes or something compared to like all those super long Mandalorian episodes but mm-hmm. um it feels like they felt like the right length they've kept me interested the whole time <laughs> I my favorite part is just the theme songs every episode mm. like it's a different mm. theme song based on the era like this past one sounded very much like the Partridge Family mm. like, or the Brady Bunch or the Brady Bunch yeah like all the like mm. there was a, a mix of a bunch and it was very catchy and I found out when I checked that the German <laughs> versions are they're translated <laughs> to German as well so now yes. I can go back in every episode and listen to that version now too. you can actually watch it yeah now I can fully be immersed <laughs> and enjoy an American sitcom in German exactly. <laughs> um, but no I it's like there's it's very creepy at points mm-hmm. which someone online said it reminded them of don't hug me I'm scared a little bit I, I can see that yeah I kind of see because there's times where people just like stare in the camera for no reason or mm-hmm. like do weird things that yeah. don't make sense but i don't know i'm, I'm excited for the mystery to yes be unraveled. I've, I've tried to stay away from spoilers mm-hmm. but every episode i almost find ones <laughs> um, but almost well yeah, maybe oh, the ones i've seen well, might be right but okay. we'll see oh, that's okay. um, but very exciting yeah but um i guess we don't we can't really get into spoilers because i know abby hasn't really watched any marvel content i have no whatsoever. idea what wandavision is so um <laughs> we'll save the spoilers but I'm excited for how it's going to go. Let's yeah. keep watching. Um, so next little piece of news that I saw the other day, uh, Jojo Siwa comes out, I think. Yes. I'm pretty sure, yes. So the other day she posted on her TikTok. Uh, it was a video of her lip syncing to Born This Way by Lady Gaga, specifically the part where it goes, you know, no matter gay, straight, or bi, transgender, lesbian life, on the right track, baby. I was born to survive, whatever. So then everybody was like, oh, is she coming out? If so, I'm very proud of you. And then I think it was just yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Just yesterday, she posted a picture on Twitter. She said, my cousin gave me this shirt. Isn't it awesome? And it says, best gay cousin ever. So it's official Jojo Siwa of Dance Moms fame and now Nickelodeon mm-hmm. fame, I guess. She's uh, now part of the community. Yeah. So congratulations to her and, you know, proud of you jojo so exciting congratulations good for her yeah um another thing came out this week that i just didn't even realize was happening until it came out um pixar like announced they were gonna come out these little shorts with characters like from <coughs> their big movies and it came out and it was uh it was okay do you, um, do you watch all of them i did there's only like there's there's like 10 of them and they're like a minute long each mm. they were basically just like little you could barely even call them shorts but they were little like clips with like the cars characters or like toy story and nobody talks oh. at the most like because I, I guess they couldn't afford the voice actors <laughs> so like at the most you hear like grunts or oh. noises um that's kind of weird like there's a, a a dory one where i swear to god they play the same three clips sound clips like <laughs> over the course of two minutes of it sounds like ellen going like ah, whoa ooh, like just random. It's like the uh it's like the lego games where uh, it's just like the yeah there's like there's an incredibles one where you hear like mr incredible go like, like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> um and then it's credited as like the actual actor so i'm like did they have them come record grunts or maybe, like use maybe stock like, footage of their grunts yeah. Maybe um, it's like archive sound. That's, yeah, that's kind of weird. The only ones that have like speaking are the. There's two shorts with Ducky and Bunny from Toy Story Four with oh. Key and Peel, mm-hmm. and those are the only ones where there's talking, and they're like, they're also kind of dumb, but Ooh. um, Thanks. they were cute. But mm-hmm. I'd rather them just make like actual Pixar shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It'll take you, like, five minutes to watch them all, so, like, give it a watch. It's on Disney+. <laughs> sure. Plus. If you have five um, minutes to spare. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, so, last little bit, uh, we wanted just to do a little, you know, update since we have been off uh, on Christmas vacation. We have lots of downtime to, you know, watch things. So, Will, I got a question for you. What you watching? Great question, Christian. Thank you. Thank um... You. Most of this break, I was not watching that many new things because uh, when I'm like, when I have time to de stress, I just rewatch things that I like. Um, but since I've been back, end of break, back at the house, 
I watched the first season of the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Which Will has, has been, been texting me for the past two days. Every time there's like a plot twist, he's like, oh my God, Abby. Yeah. yeah um, and he I, figured out like the major plot twist of the first season, like ooh. three episodes early. Yeah, I texted I was like, all right, I have a theory. Like this, 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 and this. And she's like, hmm, okay. And Interesting. Then I came back three episodes later. I was like, I called it. I like, I knew it. Um, but That's funny. this has been a highly recommended show from Abby, from my dad. My dad um doesn't get like super into many shows and he was like will you need to watch this it is amazing he's like it's one of, no, i don't know if he said it's one of the best things he's watched, but like he's like this is this is just incredible it was, was the like, same thing with my dad like i got him into it and he he got so into the show that we told each other we were gonna watch it together and he couldn't wait for me so he just <laughs> binged it on his own and my dad does not binge wow. so um wow. yeah and I kept saying I was gonna watch it over the break, and then I never did because <laughs> I take it takes me a while to get into a show. Like he also, there was another show he like called Lock and Key, which actually is kind of similar. I feel like to Umbrella Academy that he wanted me to watch, and it took me like weeks to start it, and then I got hooked. But yeah. um, no, the show is great. Um, if you don't know much about it, oh, I almost just called emergency services on my phone because <laughs> I was playing with the power button. Um, <laughs> No, the uh, the premise is, uh, what is it, like 42? Or, there's like a large number of kids born at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's like time. 37. Like some significant amount of kids are born on the same day in like 1989. Um, and it, like none of the, the women who gave birth to them were pregnant before. Like they were just spontaneously pregnant. Yeah. So this eccentric billionaire decides to adopt as many of these kids as he can. Um, and he tries to turn them into a superhero academy. Um, so they all have different powers. He gets seven of them. Um, and the first episode is, you know, this billionaire guy dies. So all of his kids who have grown up, they're like in their thirties now, um, all come back home for the funeral and they have to deal with like family problems. And then the actual plot begins. Mm. So very interesting yeah and it's uh, so many great like it's a very like character driven Mm -hmm. show and i like i think all the characters except for like maybe one or two Mm -hmm. um there's a cgi monkey that looks really good that is like their (laughs) butler pogo Pogo. (laughs) um they're it's very like goofy like one of the characters Mm -hmm. luther is like enormous like he's he's got Mm -hmm. this tiny head on these huge he's obviously like a muscle suit or something but he's got these like huge uh, a huge like torso um klaus is definitely a character klaus is my favorite yeah he's um, mine too he's just this like crazy druggy mm-hmm. uh like very fun fabulous guy who... and his superpowers <laughs> he can talk to dead people yeah he Ooh. so yeah. they all have these really cool powers that go with their personality one of them is you know she grew up to be an actress um but her superpowers she can basically mind control people um mm. One of them, uh, what am I thinking of? I don't know. I haven't seen the show. Diego. Uh, gosh, Diego. Um, he can like <laughs> bend things in a weird way. So what he does is he like throws knives, Ooh. but like as the knives are being thrown, he can change their trajectory so it can go wherever he wants. Oh. Like it doesn't go in a straight line. That's cool. Yeah. So. And one of the main characters, um, I guess like I guess the star of the show, played by Elliot Page, is uh, named Vanya and. Like, her whole character is that she doesn't have powers, and so she's had to grow up, like, along with her siblings who have gotten all this fame and all this, like, praise, and she's, like, just kind of ordinary. Um, (laughs) So a big part of that is, like, following her, like, Mm -hmm. with meeting up with these characters again, but great action great music there's like so many good songs mm-hmm. the soundtrack the like it's christian definitely needs to listen <laughs> and watch just for the soundtrack yeah um but yeah i started i watched the first episode of season two last night and i'm like i'm very hooked i'm probably gonna mm-hmm. binge it like it's definitely check it out i highly yes. recommend oh i mean i think i gotta check this out now yeah it's on netflix yeah. um i'm i guess there's a third season coming third season's gonna be out in 2022 <coughs> oh, which is no. unfortunate because they haven't even filmed it yet but mm. um for christmas i got my dad um because again i got him hooked on it i got the graphic novels that the the show is based mm. off of and the third graphic novel is out and like every novel is a season like that's the story mm. that's based on mm. and i thought about buying him the third but then i decided like no i don't want to spoil it for us so we're gonna he's gonna read the first two um the original content and then uh we're gonna watch the third season then we'll go back and get the the graphic novel okay nice. Mm-hmm. So. um but yeah so mm. 
Christian, what are you watching? Well, thanks for asking me. <laughs> Let me tell you about this show that I watched over break with my mom and my brother. Shout out. It's called The Boys. It is on Amazon Prime, and it is fantastic. So the main premise is it was based on a, a like a run of comic books, mm-hmm. and the main idea is that it's, quote unquote, like the real world with superheroes. If superheroes really existed, they wouldn't be like these beacons of hope and light like Superman or Captain America. They would, you know, abuse their power and, you know be selfish with it so it kind of explores that um while also sort of commentating on the whole superhero movie franchise phenomenon that we're living through where you know every all these superheroes get their big blockbuster movies Mm -hmm. so it's basically about this world of superheroes that they're all sort of under this company called Vought which is, I don't know, kind of like a Disney kind of mm-hmm. thing where they all employ the superheroes and they all like actually have powers, but they're still like, they're in the movies, they're in the shows, they have cereal and mm. all that. Um, and they're all not very nice people. Mm. Uh, so the main group of superheroes is called The Seven, which is kind of like Justice League, Avengers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just sort of about The Seven being mean and then there's this group that is called the boys they are sort of they don't like the soups that's what they're called soups um and they sort of spend the show trying to like expose the the true nature of these soups and of Vought to the world while uh the Vought and the soups are sort of coming after them to you know shh Let's stay rich. I just imagine, like, walking bulls of soup. Like, <laughs> soup's coming after them. Like a gang of soups. <laughs> like, they're just in the alleyways lurking. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, but it is a very, very fun show. Uh, so the main the main leader of the seven, his name is Homelander, who is, you know, your Superman type. You know, he can fly, super strength, laser vision. Uh, but he is probably the mo like the most selfish and the meanest of the seven, okay. and everybody loves him because everybody loves Superman. But it I don't know I don't I'm trying not to like give away big character things, mm. but he is it's such an interesting character. Mm. Um, and so the soups are interesting. You know, you got Homelander who's like Superman. You got Queen Maeve who's like Wonder Woman. Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve. Shout out to Maeve, <laughs> friend of the pod. <laughs> um, and then we got. The Deep, who is like Aquaman, and like Aquaman, he's kind of a joke, and it's okay. really funny. And he has this kind of cool arc. Uh, then you got A Train, who's like the Flash; he's really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little weird, but uh, then the non soups are also very cool. You got stews, um, <laughs> stews. <laughs> uh, so they're just chowders. <laughs> so they're bisques. just bisques. Uh, so they're just normal humans, but so we got the boys. We got Billy Butcher, played by Carl Urban. He's great. Uh, okay. He has this like New Zealand accent, and he swears a lot. He's, He's the guy funny. in Thor Ragnarok, right? Yes, he is. He's okay. yeah. Uh, then we got uh, Huey, Huey Campbell. Campbell likes soup. That's kind of funny, <laughs> uh, but he is not a soup. Um, I forget who plays him, but he's like this kind of dorky tech guy who's like. I don't know, like, late 20s, maybe. Okay. He's pretty young. But he, you know, joins with the boys, and he's trying to, like, go get the soups or whatever. Um, one thing that I like about him is that he loves Billy Joel. Nice. Um, so we hear a lot of Billy Joel in the show. Do they play Vienna ever? Um, I think so, okay. yes. Uh, but, so, like the Umbrella Academy, the soundtrack is great. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's basically. I. It's hard to talk about it without giving it away. But like from the very first episode, there's like this huge thing that happens, and you're like, "Whoa!" Uh, and then I'm kind of hooked. I got hooked for the first season, and then the second season. Something I do want to point out is very, very gory. Okay. Like you know, heads get ripped off. Oh um, <laughs> right up my alley. Uh, yeah, there's lots of blood. You know. Other limbs get torn up. People get like shot, whatever. So it's very violent, and I don't know. I think it's cool, uh, but just you know, if you're gonna watch it, it's very gory. But it's really, really good. Two seasons on Amazon Prime. 
Uh, third season, I believe, is on the way, but it's great. Highly recommend it. Nice. Go watch. Noted. That definitely sounds like up my alley because mm-hmm. I'm a big soup guy. I'm not actually a what's big it, what's soup guy. What's your favorite guy. brand of soup? Will. I don't like soup. Ooh. None? Whoa. No I'm not soups? a soup person. All right. Well, I, like, I don't like cheese, so I can't, like, criticize people for not liking <sighs> cheese. I, like, soup is just, like, it just seems like dirty water. This is the main topic today. Yeah, we're talking about we don't soup. Like. <laughs> um, no, but I like the other soups, like, soups. Superheroes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, yes. but go watch. It's very good. Nice. Um, so... Now we're on to our main topic. Which is not soup. Unfortunately. Sorry, um, I, I duped you. Um, but actually, before we start, oh. if you want to call in and tell us your favorite soup. Um, <laughs> superhero or the liquid uh, food. Preferably both. Or a superhero eating the soup. Um, yeah. Call in. The number is 610 I probably should have said zero instead of O, but that's okay. Will the phones work? We'll have we'll to. Find we'll, out. we'll find out. We'll um, see. But yeah, again, that's 610-660-1098 if you'd like to call in. Right. Um, but now on our main topic, game shows. This is... I'm actually surprised we haven't talked about it yet. But mm-hmm. uh, I think the reason for this topic came from uh, a little game that we played recently as a friend group. Uh, Christian, you want to talk about it? Sure. So um, it's a fun game. Uh, it's called Jeopardy. Might have heard of it. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, <laughs> but niche. we, so me and James the Berg, uh, we sort of created this Jeopardy game for our friends. And, uh, you know, we played it and it was a lot of fun with the friends. So uh, Jimmy and I were the hosts and everybody else. We had like six people. Mm-hmm playing you know we made up all the questions and all the categories and it was a lot of fun and we determined that whoever won would be able to come onto the podcast for a special episode about game shows and i think will ended up winning yeah i won by a landslide so then we said killed us so then we said second place um could talk and come onto the show was, and I think that was... No, that was Second Maeve. Place was Maeve. That was Maeve. And Maeve said that she doesn't know enough about game shows, mm-hmm. so she didn't want to do a game show episode. So, so then we deferred to Third, third place, place, which was which me. Which was Abby. So this is your Third Place prize. Congratulations. <laughs> I love consolation oh, oh. oh, looks like we have a caller. Right, let's oh, see if I my favorite to, critic. I don't remember how to do this, but I think it's bottom. I gotta turn on the phone. Oh, okay. Okay. Hello, you're on Will and Christian in the morning. Sorry, what was that? Hello, you're live on Will and Christian in the morning. Can you hear us? Oh, I'm live. Wait, can you plug my phone? Oh, no. Hello, um, and what's your name, caller number one, I guess? Um, my name is Maeve DiNardo. Hello, Maeve DiNardo. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I was just sent this random number, so I called it to see who it was. I didn't know I'd end up live on the radio. Well, lucky you. You are live on the podcast. So let me ask you this, Maeve DiNardo. Um, what is your favorite superhero, and what is your favorite soup, as in the liquid dish? That's our question for the day. Um, let's see. So my favorite superhero is hmm, probably Captain America, classic guy. And my favorite soup is the pasta fazool I make. That sounds delicious. Well, caller, thank you for your input on the soup situation. Um, and it's so funny that you called because we were just talking about our friend Maeve, who played a game of Jeopardy with us and came in second place. Would you happen to know her? You know, do you share? Do people who share names know each other? Um. So the funny thing is that person is me. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa! That's crazy. I never would have guessed. That's insane. 
Oh, how about that? A nice Absolutely little surprise. Yeah, and here. we will be having caller number Maeve on the show <laughs> at some point in the future as her prize, where she will get to talk about something. A topic something. of her choice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you'll find out soon enough, so stay tuned. All right, well, Maeve Denardo, thank you for calling in. We appreciate your calling and your listening, so thanks again. Of course. Have a great day. Have a fantastic day. Uh, you too. I don't know how to drop the call. You, is it the drop button? Okay. Got it. We did Got it. it. <laughs> okay, cool. We are back in the studio, right. everybody. So, game shows. So, this was Abby's prize, and um, to my knowledge, I believe, Abby, you like to watch game shows i do i've been watching game shows since i was a kid and lots of different kinds of game shows such Um, as classic and currently playing so jeopardy is a favorite in my family uh if you guys ever need to know a fun fact about me i've tried out for jeopardy three times wow did you Um, ever succeed no not one time oh for three however i did have a dream like three nights ago that i got the email saying you've made it to the next round of the jeopardy audition process how do you know how like the audition process works so you take the test online um and then you know like if they a like your profile like if you're interesting enough and if you scored high enough on the test then they invite you for an audition process then you play live with people um and they found a way for you to play live with other people um virtually so that everybody's safe uh nowadays and then if you do well enough on that you get invited onto the show to um go live so i'm I'm a little wary of how they choose those candidates personality wise because i remember there was an episode that i watched once where alex came around to ask like a fact about them and the one person said they had the entire shrek script memorized (laughs) so um well i know for um so i I do not qualify for regular Jeopardy, uh, but like I tried out for Kid Jeopardy once, mm-hmm. um, and I've tried out for College Jeopardy twice. And I think one of the things that's working against me is going to St. Joseph's University because it doesn't have that name recognition like state schools, mm-hmm. which is fine. I love St. Joe's. Like I don't need Jeopardy. I love my education here. But like, mm-hmm. you know, if I went to Yale, I might be able to get on Jeopardy. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. So I thought you were gonna say your problem is that you're just not interesting enough. Hey. That too. <laughs> yeah. But I'm here on Will and Christian in the morning this that's afternoon. That's what matters. So that's pretty interesting, it I will is. say. Suck at Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> Rest uh, in peace, Alex. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, which is also very timely. I remember my roommate and friend of the pod, Annie, um, mm. when we got the news that Alex passed, it was during finals week, and we both shed a collective tear because oh. um, we both loved Alex. And, you know, both of us have been watching since we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it just made me feel smart. And I think that's the general appeal of Jeopardy. You know, you do not know the answer to every question on the board. Mm. Nobody knows every answer to every question, except For if that. you're Ken Jennings yeah. or, um, <laughs> you know, what James, I don't remember his last name. Yeah. yeah uh, yeah. but like the whiz kid who was recently on, um, but like when you do get a question, right, you feel so smart mm-hmm. and you feel like you have all of this knowledge. And I think it's really motivating, um, for people to learn more about the world. And I think Jeopardy also makes um, knowledge accessible for people who maybe don't go to college or maybe they don't go to a very um, funded high school. Like this is, if, if you have a TV and you have a cable network, which still isn't access for everyone, but you have access to this knowledge and this entertainment and this education that you're getting. And I think that's one of the appeals of Jeopardy, the, the dopamine rush when you get uh, <laughs> one question right out of a board of 30 is a thrilling um i'd like to shout out my mom she is the queen of home jeopardy whenever (laughs) we watch it at home she knows like a lot of the questions (laughs) and she's like i don't know she i think we've always joked that she should try out for jeopardy and i think i don't know if she has or not but um i feel like there's always one person like that you know that's Mm -hmm. incredible at jeopardy but like Mm. i don't know um Uh, sorry i would just like to um to point out that I just got a text message from my roommate, friend of the pod, Annie, mm. uh, saying, nerd, talking about Jeopardy. So- Hi, Annie. <laughs> Hello, Annie. Hey, Annie. 
hey, thanks for listening. If you feel like calling in and saying it to my face via the phone, do it. <laughs> it's not you really won't. to the face. What's that number again, Will? It's uh, a <laughs> 610-660-1098. And this applies to anyone uh, other than even uh, Annie, anyone who wants to call in. And anyone who wants to roast Abby. Anyone who wants to roast Abby, <laughs> it is welcomed. Encouraged, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Tell uh, me how uninteresting I am and why Jeopardy doesn't want me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, that's that's really the appeal of Jeopardy. It's also something, you know, Alex became an icon oh, yeah. um, for any, you know, since his cancer diagnosis, he took some time off of Jeopardy to write his memoir, mm-hmm. um, which is The Answer is the Story of My Success. And he said, Ooh, we, we have, have a call. We will get back to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, you're live on Will and Christian in the Morning. Hi, this is John Sebastian. Hello, John Hi, Sebastian. Welcome Hi. to I'm a big the call. I'm a big fan of the pod. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what's your question, Mr. John Sebastian? Or answer? Because we're talking uh, about Jeopardy. Uh, well, I actually wanted to go back to the uh, superhero question because I wanted to say uh, my favorite superhero and what I believe is probably the best superhero of all time. Oh, sure. Um, go ahead. Do you do you have something to weigh in on the soup question? aspect of that um yeah I've, I've never been too much into soup i just feel very passionate about my favorite superhero uh i, I just feel very passionate about big wheel big wheel my, my favorite superhero big wheel really a, isn't he a super um, villain but... so who's big wheel <laughs> no you know big wheel uh the new york businessman who had embezzled from his company and fearing that he might be caught he hired the useful criminal rocket racer to steal the evidence that incriminated him of course. <laughs> no, I see. I thought you were talking about when you said big wheel. My first thought was Big Weld from the movie Robots. No, you know, the big, but that's not who you're talking about. So what no, you, no, no, big wheel, the one who created a large metal single wheeled vehicle that can climb up buildings. He equipped it with guns and Waldo arms, <laughs> and with this new vehicle, Jackson Wheel became the hero Big Wheel. Can I ask what this is from? Like Marvel, DC, or whatever? Real life, perhaps. I'm I, I'm not I'm not sure actually. I, I I just know it's oh Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. Oh, okay. He's never he's never appeared in any movies. Not yet. Uh, so I just oh, wanted to get the word out. Like the big wheel and the little trikes <laughs> came right. up. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Well, Big Wheel was originally called Axle Wheel, but then he got his name legally changed to Jackson Wheel before becoming Big Wheel. So he has three aliases? Yeah. That's very well, interesting. Well, actually, yeah. His first appearance was in Spider-Man. So he's a Spider-Man. He's a Sony character, so he can show up in Venom, too. Ooh. Um, <laughs> that's exciting. See, he looks like a big Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, oh I think that's kind God, of the point. He, he looks like, um, you know those carnival rides? Where it's, um, you, you mean get, the Ferris gets, wheels? The one that no, you throw I'm talking about another like one. The Gravitron yeah, it's not necessarily the Gravitron, but it does the same kind of thing. And it's it's not contained, it's outdoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like one of those guys. Huh. Yeah, Big Wheel's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it does seem pretty cool. I agree. Thank for you for sharing seeing, that. Yes. Thank you for introducing Thank- us to Big Wheel. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks for calling in. But we are going to need to hear a soup before you go. Yeah, pick any oh. soup. Um. Well, just picking one from the top of my head, probably Campbell's homestyle Mexican-style chicken tortilla healthy request soup. <laughs> that sounds delicious, John sounds Sebastian. Sounds great. Um, everyone, go listen to to Spider-Man Band-Aid. On Spotify. Um, on uh, music platforms. Um, Thank you so much. And there you go. Well, what's the uh, elevator music? That's the name of the EP, music. right? Yes. You know, the soup with chicken stock, tomato puree, water, <laughs> chicken meat, brown rice, corn, red peppers. Yes. Yeah. Contains less 2% of water and some pinto beans. Pinto beans, wow. Fancy. Yep. Delicious. All right, well, um, thank you for calling in, John Sebastian. Thank you. For uh, and thank you for the little lesson in Marvel history. Thank you so much. Yeah, no All problem. Right. Bye. See you on the big wheel. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, what a, um, what a nice little tangent. All right, cool. Anyway, okay. sorry, continue your story. Um, so <laughs> in Alex's memoir, he stated that uh, he thinks the success of Jeopardy and his personal success was that he never made the show about him. Uh, and a, a show is 
well designed if it does not rely on the fame of the host to succeed mm-hmm. um you know i remember hearing this like years ago about broadway um that if you make a show a tv show a broadway musical any form of media that you know has stunt casting if you're using celebrities to make it good it's going to be a short-term big money project mm-hmm. with a little long-term payoff mm-hmm. But if you create, you know, again, talking about musicals, something like Wicked, something like Phantom of the Opera with something identifiable like the mask of the Phantom or the witch's hat, if you create something that it can stand without its cast, then that's a long-standing show. And of course, Alex Trebek has, you know, been the landmark of Jeopardy, but he strictly had a philosophy that he wanted the show to be able to go on without him. Um, He wanted Jeopardy to be the focus. Uh, Also, another fun fact, Alex uses, or used, my goodness, um, Crayola crayons uh, on his podium to cross off categories that were already read (laughs) on his little sheet. Because he used to use Crayola markers, but they made too much of a sound that the mics picked up, so he switched to crayons. That's That's incredible. Um, Do you guys have any picks? Your pick for like a, a the new host of Jeopardy. Who do you think would be a good fit? I don't know. I haven't. I'm not really as invested in Jeopardy, so I feel like I can't really give a good answer. Okay. So I, I do like the Ken Jennings route, um, just because I think like quote unquote keep it in the Jeopardy family, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. But that also goes against the philosophy that I just talked about that yeah. the host is important. <laughs> but I I can't think of anyone who would be able to step into that role properly. Um, because Alex wasn't picked because he's an academic. He was a Canadian like game show host. That's mm-hmm. why he was there for Jeopardy. And he became an intellectual as he continued learning and as he continued hosting for 30 plus years. So, um, you know, you want an entertainer, but you also want someone who is intelligent enough to carry the show and understand what he's presenting. I Yeah, I have a weird pick. Well, I don't know if it's a weird pick, but if he wasn't like doing news stuff i feel like like anderson cooper or someone could be a good replacement but i mean he's doing like important things and not like jeopardy well not to say Um, that jeopardy isn't important it's very educational but i do get what you but i feel like he has the same like energy (laughs) not i don't know he has a good alex vibe yeah Um, i agree it's the white hair yes absolutely Um, my mom thinks that anderson cooper should be president interesting um he would never he just wouldn't but Staying in the game show topic, Anderson Cooper was very recently on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, I didn't uh, There was a... Because, you know, during the pandemic and, you know, to keep people safe, you don't want to bring civilians in. So we use celebrities to do the risky stuff and go on game shows. Mm-hmm. So now there are a lot of celebrity game shows and um, they're all doing it for charity. Uh, and Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper are longtime best friends since they were kids. Like they were born and grew up together. Uh, and they were each other's partners, so, like, phone a friend, mm. and um, they were both, like, raising money for the same charity. Andy Cohen did not do very well, but Anderson <laughs> Cooper got up to, like, $100,000. Like, he raised a mm. lot of money. I forget what his charity was, but it was a very good one. Mm. Um, and, you know, he is just such an intellectual. He knows so much about his field of journalism and politics, but also general pop culture information, which was shocking to me, so... Anderson Cooper in the game show world. Also, another connection to that. This past New Year's, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper, like, were on... I forget what channel. Like, it wasn't the main one where all the performances Mm -hmm. were, but they were, like, doing their, like, New Year's show, and they both got so drunk. Oh, they do every year, and it's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was... My mom and I watched that, and we were just dying. It's like, he's very much not a... Like, that, like, a person who, like, drinks a lot or, like, goes crazy Mm -hmm. and... They just kept making him do shots the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but now that we dive into other shows, um, other than Jeopardy, because Jeopardy sparked this whole yeah. um, conversation, but there are so many other shows that uh, make up the game show world that are currently airing. We have Family Feud, Wheel Classic. of Fortune, which mm-hmm. is immediately after Jeopardy every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Price is Right still going strong. Mm-hmm. Let's make a deal. Match game. Press your luck. A lot of these are for charity or for celebrities right now. Um, but they're all coming back now. And it's kind of this resurgence of when the game show movement started in the 70s. You know, you a lot of these things hosted by celebrities now. Um, we have Match Game, which is hosted by Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a classic 
game show from the 70s and now it came back um same thing with press your luck which is you know literally just a luck game you answer one simple trivia question then you press a button and hope you don't get kicked out of the game (laughs) um but that was hosted by elizabeth banks i believe uh over the summer and it was you know for veterans and it was for essential workers so they could raise money for themselves and it was you know this huge um, spectacle, but it was bringing back a classic game. And I remember watching the classic 70s episodes with my dad as a kid um, because he feels really nostalgic and he would find VHS tapes that he recorded when he was a kid and we would watch them together. Especially our favorite was Let's Make a Deal because that's where he got to teach me about cars. Ooh. Because like at the end of Let's Make a Deal, there's always like a brand new car behind like door number three. <laughs> and my dad was like, I'm going to teach you about Corvettes and about Cadillacs and, like, all these fancy cars that they were trying to sell. I didn't absorb any of it, but he wanted to teach me about cars through Let's Make a Deal. (laughs) That's funny. So um, I want to start a little conversation, kind of, because you were talking about how there's this resurgence of classic shows from the 70s. And I know on this show a lot, Will, you and I have talked a lot about, you know, reboots and revivals, and we haven't really, you know, been too positive towards them, whether it's, like, you know, the Star Wars sequels or the live-action Disney remakes. Mm-hmm. So do we feel, and I'll, I'll open this to you, Abby, mm-hmm. since you're our special guest. Um, do you think that game shows are different in the sense that do, do game show revivals and reboots work? So the same thing that Alex thought of and that Alex Trebek said about um, the sign of a good show is that it can exist with a different cast or a different host – I think that really stands true because, you know, when we talk about revived movies and remakes and um, sequels to death, um, that's recycling. Like, you have to make a new plot and you run out of plot very quickly. Um, Versus, you know, in the 70s when all these shows started, every single episode was different and it wasn't a plot, it wasn't a storyline you could get tired of. It was you know, puzzles, and it was luck, and it was, you know, exciting, and um, it was trivia, and all of these things, but it was constantly changing. So when you have that premise, and you bring it back 30, 40, 50 years later, you know, it has the nostalgia charm that appeals to older audiences, yes, but younger audiences are just experiencing a game show. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's not easy to access those older game shows, so it's not like you can compare the... um, the 1990s Lion King to the live action one from 2019, I think. Yeah. Um, so it, it can stand alone. It's constantly changing to the point where, yes, you remake it and you're like, oh, they all have celebrity hosts. They're just trying to take our money. But it actually is entertaining to view. Um, and you don't get tired of it because game shows are designed to be, um, you know, repetitive because they all have the same premise from episode to episode. And that variation in the puzzles or the trivia is what gives it its charm. And you don't get tired of it. But I do understand the argument of, like, there are no new ideas. Like, there was two summers ago, all of these 1970s shows came back. And it's like, are we reaching our creativity limits? And can we not think of a new game show? So, um, Mm -hmm. it's a... You can understand both sides of the coin, for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I think I agree with that. Like you said, how these reboots and revivals is like you're you're, they have to come up with these new plots or sometimes you just recycle old ones but game shows aren't really plot driven. Mm -hmm. It's just you know, like you said like luck or puzzles and all that. So it's, it can be different every single episode. So I think this is something that is okay to like reboot or revive because there is that nostalgia factor but also you can like sort of update it with the times like you know the questions in you can get new questions now that wouldn't have applied in the 70s you know there are new new things happen new things are created that you can talk about new things Mm -hmm. so it's like sort of the same formula but with new material Mm -hmm. so i think it's it's i guess kind of easy and it works well to sort of bring these back um yeah what do you think will yeah i i actually like I don't know. I kind of encourage bringing them back. Like, mm. I really feel like it's not... Like, these are not meant to be, like, high-class like, <laughs> media. Not high-class, but not, like, super, like, mm-hmm. incredible media that, like, you're going to watch with your kids, like, this episode, like, in 15 years or something. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's family fun, and it's, like, comfort. Like, it's not... I think it's fine to bring them back. I think it mostly, like, relies on how good the host is. Mm. 
Like, I know a lot of people, I like Joel McHale, but I know a lot of people think he's, like, an asshole. <laughs> um, so, yeah. like, things like that. But, like, Let's Make a Deal has Wayne Brady, who I love. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And also with the remakes, there's a lot of, you know, talk in our society with people our age, college-age kids, where we have a lot of nostalgia for, like, the 90s and the 70s, you know everyone like thinks they're a cool kid for having all this nostalgic like classic <clears throat> rock with Fleetwood Mac and everything mm-hmm. um and everyone getting curtain bangs and blowing them out like in the 70s <laughs> so you know there are a lot of things about retro stuff that is appealing with uh let's make a deal every single person in the audience has to wear a wacky costume like that's mm-hmm. the charm of it mm-hmm. and I remember watching it as a kid and saying I want to go on this show just so I can get dressed up in a weird like shark <laughs> costume and sit in the audience and watch and I couldn't because it didn't come back yet with Wayne Brady and then a couple years later it did mm-hmm. um, same thing with the Price is Right you know everybody goes with their giant family and they wear matching t-shirts and they get the price tag name tags and um, it's just it's a really exciting thing with a lot of charm that we don't see a lot in today's media, so. Yeah, and I, yeah, I agree. And I also, like, it's not like there's a lack of original game shows. There's mm-hmm. so many, like. There are a lot. <laughs> in the past, like, however many years, like, yeah, like Deal or No Deal, mm-hmm. uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grade, or, like, mm-hmm. Minute to Win It, all these, there's plenty of game shows, even new ones, the new ones, I just hit the microphone, <laughs> new ones, like, coming out all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't last long, but, like, uh, like these ones obviously stand the test of time, mm-hmm. so it, I don't see a problem bringing them back. But I would like to see more physical game shows. I want to see Wipeout come uh, back. I miss Wipeout <laughs> so much. Well, so let me pose this to you guys. What do you think about um, game shows that you could create on your own? Like, if you could come up with a game show, what would your premise be? You know, Will, would you Ooh. like a, a more physical one like Wipeout? Or do you want the intellectual kind? Both. I want to combine mm. them. Okay. Um. <laughs> what is your game show? Your dream game oh, show? Oh, that's a toughie. That's... Oh, we gotta think about that. I need time for that. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Um, I think as we continue the discussion, I think that is a good question for our loyal listeners. Yeah. And so you can call in if you have an idea for a game show that you think is cool. Or what's your favorite game show that's currently on or that has sure. ever aired? That has ever aired. Yeah. Uh, you can call in. We'll say the number third time's charm. Uh, 610-660-1098. Feel free to call in and tell us about favorite game show. Game show you want to see happen? What do you got? Mm. I do want to steer the conversation for a second. Because I just, when I looked at the stock, I saw a very big lack of the game shows that when we were kids, like, on mm-hmm. Nickelodeon mm. yep. and all those, like, you guys remember Nick Gas or whatever? Like It was like a Nickelodeon no. sports channel. And no. they would just show, like, Guts Ooh. and Legends of the Hidden Temple, like, all day. I remember Legends of the Hidden Temple, but I never... Nick Guts? Mm. Not or it was, Nick like, Guts. Nick... I don't know, like, Nick, Nick Gas. Gas or something. It's a terrible name. But, <laughs> um... Legends of the Hidden Temple was my favorite thing. I didn't understand it for a second because I was so young, but I adored watching it. And it was something about, like, putting the, you know, the ancient objects on pedestals and, like, running around and kids getting scared by people and... um you know, quote unquote ancient, probably making fun of the Aztecs. Yeah, probably so, a little problematic. Yeah, today, a little but... problematic nowadays. <laughs> but um, you know, if you do it with the right taste, it's fun. But at the time, it just seemed really, really fun and something that every kid wanted to be on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I remember I would always, my sister and I would like always want to be on like the Silver Sharks or the Barracudas <laughs> or whatever the names were. Like they were fun names. Apparently, though, I found out, like, the filming of that show was, like, hell for everyone, because they would just, like, oh, funnel kids through and, like, oh. just stuff them with, like, peas and stuff and then make them do physical <laughs> challenges. Um, but, like, I don't know, like, I, we were, I was always a big fan of Guts, where they have to, like, climb the aggro crag, and uh, it was, like, a huge, like, arena. You never watched it? No, oh. I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's, it was so good. But it was, like, a huge tower that the kids would have to climb mm-hmm. up. There was, like... Um, I don't know if this is on Nick, but there was a show called Finders Keepers where, like, it's kid. I think it was probably reruns from, like, the 90s, but it was kids in a house, set, like, a set of a house, and they had to find, like, certain objects and run around the house. Mm. Just, like, I like things like that where it's very, like, big, big sets, big, like, mm-hmm. big challenges to do. Like, Double Dare with, like, gross, but you gotta, like, climb in the nose and, like, pull out. The oh, I do and, remember like, the that. Flags and yeah. everything. Like, uh, do you guys remember uh, Brain Surge? I actually, I pulled it up and I wanted to talk about that. That was, that's like the one thing that I remember watching from, you know, the mm-hmm. game show era 
that kind of thing. I watched a lot of Brain Surge. Mm -hmm. That was the game show that I grew up with. And I don't really remember a lot about it, but I specifically remember... The final round? The the knockout round. I knew the slide. It was, that was all gross. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. With the slide. Um, but the knockout round, it was like a thing on the floor and like the light... It would like light up in a pattern that you got to walk and go like boop, mm -hmm. boop, 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 boop. Oh, and you yeah. got to like walk the pattern. You got to like step on the right and lights. And they get it wrong all the yeah, time. Yeah, and then they it's step so it. Easy. Yeah, and then you know if you got it wrong, you'd have to go back and then it would play it one more time. Then you'd have to like go through. You have it. like sixty seconds to go yeah. through it correctly and know. then you win. I feel like it's kind of easy, and I yeah. don't know why they kept getting it wrong, but it was definitely entertaining. And I know that they it was like you know mostly kids, but sometimes celebrities would come on. Like I mm -hmm. think. Big Time Rush was on there yeah. one time. So when I say celebrities, I mean like Nickelodeon celebrities, mm -hmm. you know. That's like when they did the, the Disney, uh, like the worldwide... Oh. Uh, Day of Play? Or thing? it was like where they had all the Nick, the Disney stars from around the I world. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like a field day but on I a big field. But I forget what it is. And, and it's did... coming to Disney Plus, I oh, saw. Oh, that was really? the, the Disney games. I think yeah, that's what like it was they called. Yeah, like the blue, the red, yeah. the looks like, uh Looks like we have a collar. Oh, we got a collar. Oh, how exciting. Hello, you're live on Will and Christian in the morning. Hello. How are you? Hi, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to keep it a surprise. So, hello, Jimmy. What's up? Hello. It's been a while. I haven't talked to you guys in forever. I know. It's like I've... It's been at least a few hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so, um... Yeah. What Jimmy? What is your favorite game show, or do you have some sort of game show concept you'd like to share? Or what, soup, or soup, <laughs> or superhero, well, uh, or a roast us. of me? Yeah, that is also encouraging. Yeah, what do you got? Um, I was calling in more on the premise of the the superhero one, but uh, I would like to say, um, you know, no one called in to call Abby a nerd, so I'll do it. Uh, Abby, you're a nerd. <laughs> Thank you, James. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. You, you humble me. Of course, of course. Um, but uh, the I don't like soup. Let me just say that I'm not a soup fan. But uh, superheroes, I do like. Um, I want to confuse Abby a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> so my favorite, my favorite Marvel superhero would most likely be Thor. Okay. But my, my favorite DC superhero would be Captain Marvel. Aha. <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I do but, like uh, the DC Captain Marvel, but as we all know, I do not like the Marvel Captain there's Marvel. There's two Captain Marvel. There are two Captain Marvels? Wait, isn't DC Captain Marvel Shazam, or is that yes. someone else? Okay. That's yeah. Shazam. Okay, so wait, I know who Shazam... Why, why is that DC Captain Marvel? I guess, I think DC. they were originally Captain Marvel, mm -hmm. and then they changed Shazam's it. name is... Uh, another one of his names is Captain Marvel. And then there's also the Marvel Captain Marvel, you know, Brie Larson's. Mm -hmm. But there was also another Captain Marvel in Marvel before the girl Captain Marvel, who was a guy. And then after he, like, died or whatever, then um, Carol Danvers, who is the current Captain Marvel, like in the MCU, she took over mm -hmm. as Captain Marvel. So that's at least three Captain Marvels for you. This is like the confusion of this is why I don't want to watch all the Mar the Marvel movies. Or the but it doesn't movies. get that confusing in the movies. No. <laughs> Two different superhero franchises. Jimmy was working with me uh, to figure out how I should, um, <laughs> like what order I should watch the Marvel movies in because I've yeah. only ever seen Deadpool one and two, and not the first Ant Man, but the second Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Jimmy, what did what really what ordered? Did you guys decide on? Because I have opinions. It's a it's a mix of chronological and no, release. I, it's mostly chronological. I think you're doing, no, I, I'm pretty sure it is chronological. The one you're doing is it? But usually, usually I like to watch it as a mix of chronological and uh, uh, release. Okay. I, I like to mix them in, but I think the one you're doing is chronological. I found a, a list from AMC, like their suggested yeah, order of how mm -hmm. to watch it. So, well, I, my opinion is that the first time should be release, but it, that also like kind of doesn't work sometimes, mm. just of how things work out. But it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, so, um, really getting matter. back on topic, Jimmy, I, do you have a game show? That you like or a topic that you 
want to pitch like, for a game show? Yeah. Um, hmm, not really, to be honest. Well, that's okay. Not really. No, it's not okay. No help at all. <laughs> James, I demand an answer. I'm sorry. I, I just, you're putting me on the spot here. I didn't expect it. Uh, I'm disappointed. Well, you know, that's okay. Yeah. You know. All, All right, right, we're in All a right. tunnel. We're breaking um, up. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Thank James. You, Always a pleasure <laughs> to have you calling in. All right. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, you'll get your $20 later. We definitely don't pay our friends to call into the show. We definitely don't because we don't. Uh, what were we talking about? Um, we game shows. Well, yeah. Um, the kids' game shows that oh, we yeah, love. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah, Brain Surge, uh, I watch a lot of that, but it's just sort of like a vague memory in the back of my mind mm. now. Yeah. But still, it was cool. I found out Ga- Nick Gas was a thing. Games and sports for kids. <laughs> and then it turned into Teen Nick in 2007. Oh. Teen Nick wasn't always Teen Nick? Oh. Interesting. That is... I remember not being allowed to watch Teen Nick, and my mom, if she ever found me watching Teen Nick, she'd get so mad at me because like Degrassi Degrassi was on there. So she was like, "I don't want you watching Degrassi." That's where I would watch. Shut out the channel forever. (laughs) That's where I would watch Ned's Declassified because they would never show it on regular Mm -hmm. Nick. It was always on Teen. Teen Nick had good shows, (laughs) and like I, I was Mm -hmm. locked out. Zoe One Hundred One. I was never a fan of that. No. I think I was like. Okay. I I love Zoe One Hundred One. I watched it when I was a kid, but I was way too addicted to Spongebob because my mm. mom wouldn't let me go the next step in my Nickelodeon adventures. <laughs> so. Um, back to um, game shows. Back <laughs> to like, like not kids game shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, what, do you yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think we could start to wrap it up since mm-hmm. we are you know, running out of time. Uh, Wait, then if that's the case, then I need to say something, oh, which is, okay. Uh, do you guys think that whose line is it anyway is considered a game? Ooh, no. Show? Yeah. Okay. No. Um, well, but Will's opinion is that whose line is a game show. Yeah. So, so they expressly state in the show that it's a show where, uh, everything's made up and the points don't matter. Mm-hmm. So there aren't really like points, um, I don't know. It, there also aren't contestants. They're sometimes, cast members. Sometimes they have people come up and make sounds. But that's not like, that's not, the premise of the game is not to have, like, nobody wins. The, it's not a game. Like, nobody wins. The points are made up and it's a cast. It's a, it's an improv show. Okay. I, guess, um, I don't know. With motivation for the cast members. But two of the cast members now host game shows. That's different. Those are game Those shows are that they're hosting. Shows. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So I do wait. Who else other than Wayne Brady? Drew Carey. Oh, what's he hosting? Price is Right. Oh, cool. Oh. So, I think if um I do like the show, I do very much like the show, but I think I don't think I'd call it a game show. I think right. it's sort of like just an improv. It's okay, an improv that's show. Fair. It's that's just fair. an improv show. Like but, when we go to the SJU improv shows here on campus. <laughs> Would you call that a game show when they're asking no. for audience input? Yes. No. <laughs> no. no. Just for great, spite. Though. Yes. No. Um, all right. Fair. But <laughs> in my head, it's it's game. It's gamey sure. enough. You can, gamey enough. You can have that. We'll let you have that. Yeah. Bring back Wipeout. <laughs> Always. I played the Wipeout like video game on the Wii. I always oh, wanted to be on Wipeout. I know if I went on Wipeout, I would just... Die. Yeah, I would actually maybe get it. I would get a concussion from the big balls. Who <laughs> um, gets a concussion from everything? I would get laughed off of the show. If you were on Wipeout, what would be, like, the um, the thing that the hosts made fun of you for? Oh. Like, because they gave everybody, like, a personality and, like, hyper-fixated on one thing they did. Would it be getting concussions? Well, I wouldn't get. I don't think I'd get more than one in on in one show. I think mine. Like I'd be the clumsy doctor. Because like if I was an adult and I went on the show, I would hopefully be in my mm. career. And mm. I think that like they doodle on like the um the mirror headset thing that doctors oh. had in, like the nineteen twenties. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like that would be my gimmick. Mm-hmm. Just like know. Will's gimmick is that he's a German miner. Yeah. In that case you guys gimmick. didn't know, so that he could like scribble later hosen. Later hosen. Yeah. A stout. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that should be pretty good. Everybody's got to have a gimmick on the show. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Like musician something. Mm-hmm. Um, like they draw you with like a microphone yeah. and like a guitar. And you'd sing a lot, and then I'd they'd sing. like be like, "Why is he singing?" I don't know. <laughs> I um, when you complete a course, you break out into like a classic rock song. That would, yeah. <laughs> and I would just start spewing German. Yes. Like, I wouldn't even make it to the finish line. But <laughs> I, I also don't think I would do very well on white ballot. I that doesn't kind of seem like my thing that I would be good at. I think it's kind of you impossible know? to do. Like it's made so that you don't do well. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's just entertaining to see everyone like wipe out you know? so i agree let's bring back physical game shows yeah physical, i think yeah pain is fun to yeah. watch yeah. Um, yeah i think physical yeah, i think physical comedy is really funny and i think it's come a long way from funny man fall down you know i think like like people like chevy chase really popularized that back in the day but i think physical physical humor is very funny uh you can only get so far with like telling jokes or like verbal humor but, like, it's always funny to, like, see someone get, like, hit with a big swinging ball and fall into the water. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Fall Guys so much, because it's, like, a big, uh, yeah. big game show of Wipeout. Yeah, um, it kind of is. I think I came up with an idea. Go. Mm. Let's good, hear it. Good way to close it out. Um, New ideas. ABC, so it's, it'll be similar to Wipeout. There's, I guess, like, it's all celebrities, mm-hmm. um, and it's celebrities that people don't like that much. So, like, C-list celebrities or, like, yeah, celebrities so it's like with scandals? Yeah, the people scandals. you can get on Cameo for way too much money. <laughs> yes. Um, and, Drake Bell. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, what's his new Mexican name? Drake? What is uh, Drake? Drake Campana. Drake Campana. Because Bell in Spanish. <laughs> I hate that. Um, oh, that's so weird. <laughs> he's, um, but, yeah, so it's, like, D, C, D-list, like, celebrities, mm-hmm. and... The first round is like a physical challenge. It's something like Wipeout. Uh, I'd have to I'd have to draw up some specifics. I'd have to draw like uh, I don't know diagrams, a, a diagram, <laughs> architecture. Um, but there would be like jumping. There would be probably like a pie thrown in someone's face mm-hmm. at some point, and they have to get uh, the equivalent of the show's like Emmy. Um, because <laughs> I don't think any of them have Emmys, and that's the goal. That's and mm-hmm. after the first round, um, there's a, uh, like, I don't know, chat, like, intellectual challenge, mm. and it's just, like, questions from an AP class textbook <laughs> of, they don't even get to choose, they're just like, alright, we're doing AP biology today. This is, like, the ultimate game show. It's physical, it's intellectual, yeah. there's gotta be some luck involved at somewhere, but and this then, would be, like, the game show. Then they spin a wheel, and <laughs> if they land on the magic number seventy-two, <laughs> um, then they uh, they get bumped from a D to a C list. Ooh. Yes. Then they yeah. get. Um, I don't know. I haven't I thought know, this I all the way like, through. It's, that's it's, okay. it's a work in progress. I, I like the concept of like uh, celebrities that not a lot of people like, sort of playing the game to win more status more status and oh, here we go uh whoever like spins correctly on the wheel who's at the end gets put in the big brother house and <laughs> then the show goes on for another big whole house season or the regular big brother house which one hmm? there's celebrity big brother and then there's big brother they just go one? into the regular big brother the regular house. big brother okay but it's just them <laughs> and then while they're in the big brother house uh they have to do more physical challenges <laughs> um until and then Big Brother is a kind of game show that I didn't yeah. even think about, like the long-term <laughs> reality ones. Interesting content. Yeah. But after they do the first head of household contest, then they get thrown into a kitchen and Gordon Ramsay's there and it's oh, Master God. Chef, <laughs> and they have to cook restaurant-quality dishes. Mm-hmm. And whoever funny. gets called a donut first wins. So what's the, <laughs> what's the prize? The prize is not being our entertainment. Okay. <laughs> so I really like this concept, and I think the host because it's all people that people don't really like it should be a celebrity that is like everybody loves someone like tom hanks or something tom hanks like it's just like it's it's hard not to love them exactly Mm -hmm. like celebrities that like everybody loves Mm -hmm. danny devito danny devito (laughs) meryl streep i think that would be really funny if meryl streep hosted like that physical and ridiculous of a game show Mm -hmm. like such a serious actor she is Oh, wait, I have, there's one more. After they get called a donut by Gordon Ramsay, they get fitted in a costume, and they go out on a stage, they don't tell them what's happening, and they're on The Masked Singer. Oh, 
So it's every funny. game show. And there's fifth graders show. who are judging them. <laughs> and they're not smarter than them. No, no, no. It's hosted than fifth graders that are smarter than them. Yeah. That's, that's the host. Funny. It's a panel of fifth graders. There you go. Um, so that's my game show. And it's called... Well, what do you um, want to call it? Uh, Will Game of show Fortune. the game show. It's called um, Let's Make a Chef. Let's Make a Chef Singer uh, Brother. Let's Make a Chef Brother Singer. Uh, really rolls off the tongue. A fortune. <laughs> a fortune. Erdie. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Oh, I don't think you guys can top that. ABC, so. no. NBC. <laughs> if you're listening... Major network. This is going straight to Discovery Plus, the Discovery <laughs> Channel streaming service. <laughs> hey, hey, Yahoo Screen, you want to come back? Uh, we got something for you. <laughs> All right, that would also be funny if it's like on a like a D list streaming service. It's on or something. Tubi. Oh god. Or Pluto or, TV. Uh, <laughs> Quibi. Put on Quibi. Yeah, it's on, on Quibi. Quibi. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Abby, thank you for coming back. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was a fun, entertaining show. I'm one episode closer to being on more episodes than Jimmy. You hear that, Jimmy? Oh, wait, what? Yeah, Jimmy's on what, two? Three, I think. Wait, he's three. On Harry, yeah. Oh, you're at Harry Potter, yeah. Marvel, and, and the, the, the Disney, Disney one. one. So, all right, you're climbing up the ranks. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, well, thank everybody for listening. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WC in the morning. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, just Will and Christian in the morning. Mm-hmm. Make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate, Rate five, five stars. stars. No three stars. No three yes. stars. Uh, five stars. And yeah, thank you everybody for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.